Cleveland County 911. I don't know if I should have called this in or not, but... What's going on? If I'd have a camera, I'd take a picture of it. Take a picture of who? I don't know what, I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. I would not kill it because I was afraid to. But he went back up the mountain. Come on, say bye. You are listening to the Bigfoot Gumbo Podcast, where we focus on topics like cryptids, the paranormal, and UFOs. But to mix it up, we will also cover things like current events, entertainment, food, mysteries, and other interesting things. From Bigfoot to Boudin, we got you covered like a big pot of gumbo. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 16 of Bigfoot Gumbo. I think you're really going to enjoy this show. We have a strange encounter with a weird creature and some other interesting topics as usual. It's turning cold down here in Louisiana and I love it. The LSU Tigers finally beat Alabama and that's a good thing. Sorry Alabama fans. And it was nice to see our president at the game also. With this cold weather, I'm starting to cook gumbo and drinking some great dark beers like stouts and porters. I had a left-hand brewing nitro milk stout, a lining kugel snowdrift porter, and one of my favorites, a beta pecan ale. All of these are fantastic and highly recommended. I've run out of shows to watch on TV, so I'm looking for suggestions. And as I mentioned on the last show, we went high-tech and started a Twitter account. Just look for Bigfoot Gumbo and follow us for future updates. We already have several followers, followers, and that's really cool. If you have time, send me some fan email. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll share it on a future podcast. So thanks to all of you who spend your valuable time listening to this podcast. When I started back in May, I had no experience with podcasts, which I'm sure you could hear. Don't laugh. But one thing you should know about me, I don't give up, and I hope you've seen an improvement in our latest shows. Our audience is really growing now, and I'm really excited to bring you more great podcasts. So sit back and enjoy the show. The following encounter is titled White Owl Possibly Shapeshifts into a Tall White Humanoid, and it was provided by Lon Strickler of Phantoms and Monsters, Pulse of the Paranormal. 
The following encounter was reported by someone with the initials A.H. And they stated, About four years ago on a fall evening around 7 p.m., my girlfriend and roommate and I were walking along some decommissioned train tracks surrounded by woods on both sides. We loved exploring little in-between areas, so this wasn't an uncommon event. We were about five miles into the tracks and woods and were considering heading back since it was getting dark quick and none of us had a flashlight. I suddenly got this sensation of almost nausea inducing dread and looked at both of my friends who were with me and saw they too were feeling something, wide-eyed and looking around. Let's start heading back, I declare, and they all nod in silent agreement. Mind you, we were doing just fine a second ago and do this sort of thing all the time, so this sudden onset of fear was unusual and not something that we were prepared for or used to. Just as we were turned around, we all heard a strange sound that almost sounded like quieted thunder metal hitting metal that was coming from what sounded like off in the distance. As we whipped around to see what made the noise, a large white bird that I think was a white owl flew over our heads silently, flapping its wings and disappearing behind a tree that was a good 25 feet behind us. We all looked at each other trying to make sense of what the hell we just heard and started walking briskly back towards civilization. We heard what sounded like twigs snapping in the woods behind us and my girlfriend and I turned around to see what made the noise. Peeking from behind the tree the owl just flew behind was what looked like an impossibly tall ghost white humanoid shape with one hand on the tree trunk as it peered out from behind it, but before we could get a good look at its face, it quickly retreated back to behind the tree out of our sight again. My girlfriend and I looked at each other panicked. She opened her mouth to say something, and I told her, don't talk about it, we need to walk faster. My roommate looked at us confused and clearly scared, by what I had just said, so I told him we need to probably run at this point, which we did. I've told a few people this story and no one believes me. What I saw was not the owl I had seen earlier. This being had a clear ghost white hand on the tree trunk, a neck and an upper body and was tall, I'd say like seven feet at least not tall enough to reach the branches of the tree though. I wish I could have made out the face. It was just so dark that the only reason I could see it was because of how white it was. So that's the encounter submitted by someone with the initials AH and I must say that's pretty scary. No telling what this thing was, although it sounds like the rake, which is a strange creature that has been reported in the past. 
I also wonder if the owl had anything to do with the encounter because they often are linked to UFO reports. I hope you enjoyed the story. I did. a classic Bigfoot encounter. I found the following classic Bigfoot encounter on Twitter posted by Thomas at SuperBugTom and it's from an old newspaper archives from Darby, Pennsylvania from 1907 and the article states all Delaware County is stirred up over the supposed antics of an alleged wild animal which is asserted to look like a gorilla and to have frightened belated wayfarers almost out of their wits in various parts of the county. While it is believed by most persons that the whole thing is a practical joke on the part of someone who is literally making a monkey out of himself, still many of the more timid class are thoroughly alarmed and fully believe all the tales that are told about the mysterious creature. Those professing to have seen the wonderful animal assert that it sometimes goes upright like a man and then dashes along on all fours with marvelous speed, maintaining a queer galloping gait. They furthermore feel certain that it has a coat of dark hair but that it is not considered remarkable as the weather is cool. What a great classic encounter which occurred 60 years before the Patterson-Gimlin film. The details given here are similar to what is being reported now, going on all fours, marvelous speed, and the gate. These people compared it to a gorilla because Bigfoot was not as well known as it is today. If you have a classic Bigfoot encounter you would like to share, send me an email and it may appear on a future podcast. In our entertainment segment, I wanted to recommend a show I've been watching on Animal Planet called Extinct or Live, and it's in its second season. It's an American wildlife documentary television program produced for Animal Planet by Hot Snakes Media of New York City, 
and it's hosted by conservationist and television personality Forrest Gallant, who travels to different locations around the globe to learn about possibly extinct animals and whether or not there is a chance that they still may exist. The series has been involved in the possible rediscovery of five animals, namely the Zanzibar leopard, the Pondicherry shark, the Ferndina Island Galapagos tortoise, the Miller's grizzled langar, and the Cape lion. One thing I learned about Forrest that I found shocking was that he was forced to flee his childhood home because of the color of his skin. And Forrest, who is white, returned to his childhood home in episode three of season two called The Legendary Cape Lion. I find these shows amazing and if you're into extinct animals like me, you'll enjoy Extinct or Alive. I'm also really excited to report on the upcoming series on the Travel Channel called Expedition Bigfoot. This story reported on Deadline.com states that the Travel Channel's new eight-part investigative adventure series Expedition Bigfoot will premiere December 8th at 10 p.m. with a colorful quintet of researchers and an advanced algorithm as their guide. Bryce Johnson, Dr. Maria Mayer, Russell Acorn, Ronnie LeBlanc, and Ryan Goldman-Bexky seek out the legendary beast of the Pacific Northwest. The cameras of Expedition Bigfoot will track their harrowing experience and pioneering endeavor in an undisclosed remote location in 900,000 acre swath of land in central Oregon according to producers. Travel Channel has assembled the very best team of experts in Bigfoot lore and science to give us proof of the creature's existence once and for all, said Matthew Butler, general manager of the Travel Channel. The journey is formidable and the jeopardy is real. Skeptics and believers alike will both agree that the trek this team makes is something they have not seen before. There have been 10,000 plus modern day sightings of Bigfoot, but no empirical scientific evidence proving that the creature is anything more than a legend. The expedition Bigfoot team search however yields possible nesting sites, footprints, and vocalizations that lead to a hot spot where events occur and one of the greatest pieces of video evidence in Bigfoot history is recorded. I'm really excited about this and I'm looking forward to this new show which will put Bigfoot back in the spotlight. I really miss finding Bigfoot so hopefully this will be just as good. I'll keep you posted. Bigfoot Gumbo would love to hear from you. Send us an email 
or join our forum if you have a story you would like to share with us. Your story may appear on a future podcast. Also, please help support us by liking us on social media and sharing us wherever you listen to your podcast. A nice rating would also be appreciated. Thanks for your support. Just in time for Thanksgiving, I have this story reported on Fox News about some aggressive wild turkeys. New Jersey homeowners say aggressive turkeys are terrorizing communities. A large flock of aggressive wild turkeys appears to be exacting some Thanksgiving revenge, having swooped down out of nowhere on a once tranquil New Jersey community that is now being terrorized by the unwelcome invaders. No one appears to be happy that mean birds, as many as 60 of them, have muscled in on Holiday City in Tom's River and become a gobbling nuisance, according to reports. The turkeys are taking over, one resident told News 12 in New Jersey. It's like an infestation. The woman said, people think it's a laughing matter, but it's serious. When I can't get out of my house to get in the car because they won't go away, and you can't get them to go away, and then they go to bite you, yes, it's a problem, she told the station. The station reported that the turkeys have broken windows in Holiday City, while WABC-TV reported being told by another resident, Donna Scala, that the turkeys were up on roofs pecking away. Our brand new vehicles, they're pecking at our vehicles, she told the station. All I'm looking for is that they be moved. Put them in a big property, hundreds of acres of property. That might be easier said than done. Despite fielding a number of complaints, the local animal control office can't do anything about the turkeys due to state regulations. It's a nuisance wildlife we are not licensed to trap relocate or, as they use the word, harass the turkeys or any wildlife for that matter. That's a nuisance. Tom's River Animal Control's Richard Barbosa told WABC. That's a crazy situation. Too bad they can't be moved. I have a suggestion. Why not make them a part of a big Thanksgiving feast with cranberries? That should solve the problem and everybody is fat and happy. (laughs) So remember, our world is still full of mysteries and here on Bigfoot Gumbo, We'll keep searching for the answers. That does it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed the show. Keep it spicy, everybody. And laissez-le-bon-temps-rouler.
This show was produced by Fofale Productions. <laughs>